Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. So, America has a new national security advisor. Who is he? Our own Jenna Liffitz found out by using an unusual tack, at least I thought it was, Jenna. You sat and watched a speech that Lieutenant General H.R. McMaster gave to the cadets at the Virginia Military Institute. Yes, I did. He gave it just days before the election. First of all, tell us a little bit about him broadly, and then what did you learn about him from this speech? Sure. So McMaster is a widely respected and highly decorated Army officer who was recently appointed to be on Trump's National Security Council, his um, national security advisor, after the resignation of Mike Flynn, who is also um, an Army general. What I found really interesting in this speech was he is a conservative in the traditional sense of the word in that the speech was given to cadets and students and it was all about strategy and the role that education and values play in America's military strategy. What was fascinating was that he was constantly repeating the limits of human knowledge and the fact that strategy cannot be based on universal ideals, but it must be practical and incremental. So let's talk about strategy. How would McMaster describe America's strategy over the past few decades? So in the speech, he says that America has taken a narcissistic approach to national security. We say that we're going to withdraw from a conflict before we even get our troops overseas. And he says that that has a really bad effect on um, American will, both for those service members overseas and for the public. The other thing he says is that we don't have an adequate understanding, the public doesn't, of who we're even fighting um, in the Middle East, and that needs to change. For example? For example, I mean, he explicitly says, could any American name the three Taliban groups that we're fighting overseas? And he says, no, um, there needs to be more education about that. That has to be part of our strategy. That word strategy, I, I keep coming back to it because you hear a lot of conversations about strategic thinkers, stra- st- uh, uh, strategy versus tactics, etc. And I don't know that I could explain what America's broad strategy, really since you could argue the fall of the Cold War, but in particular since uh, the uh, incursion to Iraq, what our strategy is. What would, how would um, Lieutenant General McMaster describe it? He's emphasizing that we need to keep engaging in conflict and go battle by battle rather than try to apply some universal ideal. For example, he says if we disengage, the conflict's not going to end. Disengagement is not a universal strategy that we should be taking, which is why he emphasizes s- sort of the incremental, particular nature of conflict. Mm-hmm. You go conflict by conflict. Right. You don't say, okay, you know, I'm, I, I'm just unilaterally disengaging. Right. There's this naive view that you can have a one-time fight mm-hmm. and that that's just it. And yeah. then we win and they Ab- lose. And, then, and that's not what's happening. It's the reason why you kept engaging during the Cold War on all these little fronts was because mm-hmm. you understood that that cost of treasure and blood was part of the big, broad and you strategy. Know what? It's interesting that you say blood and treasure because Mm -hmm. that is the exact phrase he uses to define strategy. Um, He says it is the link between military means and political ends. Um, And to go back to what you were saying before and to compare it to, for example, the Obama administration and the Iran nuclear deal, he says he emphasizes the importance of knowing our values and knowing our enemy. And I think he might describe... Obama's approach to the nuclear deal as 
he might group it into a, the narcissistic approach that he was talking about before right. because it was sort of a reflecting or projecting what how you want a, a nation to be or a country to be and how you want them to interact with you doing that through diplomacy rather than actually sizing them up for what they are i mean the supreme leader gave a speech today describing israel as a cancer um as a dirty page in history so i think he would be yeah but he meant it in a nice way just trust me (laughs) they're just like us the mullahs are just like obama we're all just trust me it's all gonna work out here's the let's wrap up with this the fact that he concludes his speech by telling people to become humanities majors. I mean, that's the tragic part of this. Is you, Not tragic. Is he sets up this need for kind of tough-minded, like you said, non-narcissistic strategy. And then he says, now everybody go out and major in humanities and history. Is that a surprise? No, that's not surprising at all. I think it's that is what I found the most to be the most attractive feature of this speech. Um, it's very conservative to say... To solve the problems we have today, we need to look back on the great minds that have already gone through this. Churchill, he quotes Sun Tzu, um, he quotes a range of other military figures and says that we will make mistakes and we will not always be right. We can't know everything, but we can get as close as we possibly can by studying history. And how fascinating that it is the Donald Trump presidency with all the stereotypes about uh, President Trump that brings us General Mattis and General McMaster to, Mm -hmm. you could argue, military academic eggheads to come serve with him. Thank you, General Lifitz, for sharing your insights with us. We appreciate it. Thank you.